Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of Mastermind.fm. Today, myself, Jean Galea, and my dad, Joseph Galea, will interview Chris Roper from MyConstant. MyConstant is a P2P landing platform with a twist because, as you will see, uh, it uses crypto as its collateral, so the, the all the loans that are being given out and on which we will obtain our returns are backed by crypto. So in this episode, we delve into MyConstant and how it works. There are various products offered by the platform and we go into those. We go into the borrowing side and the investing side. So both ways with which we can use the platform. Uh, one, the investment side with which you can obtain a percentage return on your lending. And the borrowing side is where you can actually borrow money with your own crypto as collateral. So without further ado, let's welcome Chris Roper to the show. Before we start, a short word from our sponsors. Now I have two sponsors for this episode, WP RSS Aggregator and Spotlight. Both of them are WordPress plugins and let me tell you how they work. So WP RSS Aggregator can be used to import information, blog posts and other content that is based on RSS from other websites and you can use it to create your own website based on this imported content. A good example of what you can create can be seen at eurofinanceblogs.com again it's eurofinanceblogs.com this is a website i built with this plugin and you can see how i managed to aggregate all the news items from various uh, finance blogs in europe so that's one of the use cases that i found very useful for wp rss aggregator now the other plugin spotlight can be used to import Instagram images into your website. Now this can be useful for your own personal website, for example, to make sure that when people visit your website, they can also see the images you have on your social media, in this case, Instagram. And it can also be good for those who are selling products. In fact, with the pro version, you are able to import hashtags, which means that when people, for example, customers take photos with your product and hashtag, use the hashtag, you can then pick up all those photos and import them into your product website. Not only that, but you have the option to curate those images. So only the ones, the photos from Instagram that you want to show up in your website will do so. So check those products out. It's spotlightwp.com and wprssaggregator.com. Both of them have free versions on wordpress.org and they operate on a freemius model, which means that some features, the pro features are available as a pro premium paid version, which are available on their respective websites. Hi, Chris. Welcome to Mastermind.fm. Hi, John. It's a pleasure to be here. So today we'll be talking about uh, MyConstant, uh, which is a platform I use personally. I've been using it for a few months now. I've also written about this platform on my blog. And I'm very interested in MyConstant because it kind of fuses together two areas which I'm very interested in, P2P lending, which for those who have been following my blog, I've been writing a lot about that over the past three years, and crypto, which is also something that interests me both from a technological standpoint and from an investing standpoint. So I'm very excited to have Chris to share what MyConstant has been doing in this space. So to start off, Chris, maybe some background about you and what's your role with MyConstant. And then we I'd love to go through the 
products that my constant offers from both the investment and the borrowing side? Sure, no problem. So I'm the communications manager here at My Constant. I joined the company when we launched in January 2019. So back then we were just a, a stablecoin project, but over time we realized we could do a lot more than just be a stablecoin. Uh, and in fact, we've kind of uh, left that aspect of My Constant and now are, are fully into the crypto-backed peer-to-peer lending. So when I initially joined, I came on as a technical writer. And uh, since then, I've taken on more responsibility as, as we've grown as a business. And uh, so now I'm responsible for uh, both educating customers on, on crypto-backed investing and also ensuring that um, you know, our customers are, are informed and of, of their, the interest rates and, and any changes to the platform. So yeah, that's, that's a basic summary of, of what I do. Would you like me to just give you a brief overview of the, the products? Yeah, so what we'll be doing, as I mentioned to you earlier and for our audience to know, my dad, Joseph Galea, is also on board today, as usual, and he'll be asking some further questions to Chris later on. But right now, I'd love to just give an overview of what the platform does. Sure, no problem. So uh, as I said earlier, we're a crypto-backed P2P lending platform. So if you think about traditional P2P lending, it used to have a, a serious collateral problem. Either there wasn't any collateral at all, or the collateral that they used was illiquid, which means you know, it's very difficult to sell. You, know, you might put up property, for example, which you know, can take months or years to sell. So we noticed that there was a, a serious problem with the, the traditional P2P lending model. And so we realized that actually we could solve this collateral problem with cryptocurrencies because um, they, they're very, very liquid. And there's a real use case to borrowing against these types of assets, which I'll explain in a minute. So we essentially, we, we have three investment products. We have Flex, which is an instant access investment account. It pays 4% APY and you can withdraw at any time for free. So you're looking at, I don't know, that's maybe like two or three times more than you would get in a CD. But with a CD, you obviously have to invest for a fixed term of, of a year or two just to get that higher rate. Whereas with us, it's, it's completely instant access. You don't have to lock your money away for a year just to get a, a good rate. So that's one of our, our, our very popular investments, especially for first-time users. Because as soon as you deposit, you start earning interest. Crypto-backed is our... That's like our, our P2P fixed term product, and that pays up to 7% APR. Now, it depends on how long you want to put your money, money away for. So we try to be as flexible as possible. Um, we believe in diversification and not having to lock your money away for too long. So our maximum term is six months, but you can also invest for three months or, or just one month. In fact, I speak to a lot of investors who enjoy having this one month investment uh, where they can just keep rolling. And then, you know, if they need access to the money, they can always get it back you know, in, a, in a few weeks, depending on what point they are in their term. So that's, a, that's another popular option. However, if you are a cryptocurrency holder, we also have a product called CryptoLend, which is uh, very similar to uh, our Flex product, except it's for cryptocurrencies. So if you hold Bitcoin or BNB or ETH or something like that, you can actually uh, deposit it on our platform 
and earn 9% APY. And again, it's instant access, so you can withdraw those cryptocurrencies again at any time you want. So it's, it's a very flexible product. Finally, our, uh, on the, the borrower side, uh, so we have our CryptoBat loans, and um, they are from uh, start from 6% APR. We don't do any credit checks whatsoever. All you need is some collateral uh, to secure the loan. The minimum we ask for is 150%. So you need to have at least 150% of the loan value in collateral before you can actually take the loan. The flip side to that is we have uh, in the last few months introduced our multi-collateral credit line. Uh, what this means is if you have a portfolio of cryptocurrencies, rather than just borrowing against one, you can actually leverage your entire portfolio and therefore borrow uh, a larger amount. It also makes it a lot easier to, to repay because you, know, you can repay in collateral or USD, but if you're repaying in collateral, you have a choice then of uh, which cryptocurrencies you want to use. Again, with the, the loan product, we have three terms. So one month, three months, or six months, which is the same as our crypto back investment product. So again, we're trying to offer as much flexibility as possible, whilst also recognizing that crypto is a volatile asset. And of course, the longer you put your, your crypto down, the, the higher the chances that it, uh, it might get liquidated if there's a market crash or something like that. So that sums up our, our products, really. Yeah, so we've tried to take advantage of cryptocurrencies uh, as much as possible uh, to create a suite of uh, financial products for this kind of uncertain times that we're in. And also because I believe that the banks and have, they've had a lot of control over the way people invest and borrow. And it always, it hasn't always worked in the, uh, in the individual or the customer's favor. So we're, we're trying to give back control to customers and uh, help them grow their money. Excellent. And so now I imagine most people who will come to my constant after hearing it for the first time might be a bit confused about which of these four products to go for. So maybe we could compare and contrast some of these products. Like two things that come to mind, maybe is the difference in risk, if any, between the products and who is the other party on the other side of each of these products. Uh, so maybe we could go into those and compare and contrast these different products. Well, I, yeah. I, I, I'm Joe, I'm Jean's father. Maybe I can ask questions on each of these four products. That's quite interesting. As a start, I'm 64 years old. I'm one of the older investors, still relatively not that exposed to this new technology, although it intrigues us. We know that there are plenty of opportunities. We are aware that the younger generation is going into it. For us, first and foremost, the first question is, is the platform serious enough? And we start by looking normally at the history and who are the people who are behind it. Chris, can you give us more, a bit of a more background? You told us that everything started in January 2019. It is still relatively young. Who is behind it? And uh, till now, what are you doing to put people's minds at rest that although the platform is still young, uh, it's serious enough and 
it undergoes all the usual, uh, you know, due diligence, etc. Sure. Uh, so just to go a little bit more in depth into our history and, and how, how we came about. So our, our founder is a computer scientist and serial entrepreneur, uh, Dui Huin, a Vietnamese-American guy. And um, so, as I said, we, we started as a stable coin, but over time we realized that um, that wasn't really fixing the problem. We could see people transferring money sort of around the world, and of course, that's uh, it's a very expensive, uh, very inefficient uh, way of moving money. And we, we saw an opportunity to fix that with the stable coin, but we then started thinking about, well, how can we help people actually grow their money? Uh, because that is probably the the biggest problem most people face so we pivoted to the uh, the crypto back p2p lending model and we're now uh, our ceo is uh, zon chu who was our um, cto who helped build constant and um, his background he's he's responsible for building some of the largest e-commerce sites in asia uh, we also have our head of customer experience who is andy tran um, so if you've ever used the platform before, like he's the one you speak to the most. Uh, he's always on Telegram answering queries at all times of the day and night. And uh, we, our head of growth is Claire Dang. Uh, so she works with partners to help grow our platform and, and reach more people who might need a better tool to, to grow their money. Uh, then there's myself and the content team. And um, whenever you're launching something new, especially in finance, there's going to naturally going to be quite a lot of skepticism. So we've really focused on education as number one and also trying to um, like prove our legitimacy or credibility through reviews. So we've actually accumulated almost 600 Trustpilot reviews um, and we have a trust score of 4.6 out of 5, which is pretty unusual for a finance company. In addition to that, we, we get a lot of um, positive feedback on, on social media and from our other customers. We've had testimonials, both written and uh, video testimonials that we regularly share with customers. And one of the things we've, we've been trying to do is become more of a non-custodial platform. So whenever you ask people to give you money, the first question is, well, who are you? You know, what, why should I give my money to you? And so we've tried to be non-custodial. So we've, we've actually employed the services of a uh, trust company called Prime Trust. So they're a US accredited financial institution. So when you invest with us, so whenever you deposit money, you're actually sending your money to Prime Trust and then it goes to the borrower. So that has also helped to sort of allay anybody's fears about us being a relatively new platform. But we've been going, yeah, we're still definitely a new company. But in the past couple of years, we've matched over 50 million in loans, uh, which is quite a big number. And uh, during that entire time, we've, we've never had a single investor loss. So we believe our model is, is very robust. And that, that also helps to assuage any fears that, uh, that our customers have. We're also working very hard with uh, PR companies and, and press. All of this kind of activity helps to, to really build trust within our community. And staff turnover till now? Uh, staff turnover as a percentage, I think we've, I mean, I know how many people have left. We've, we've lost maybe like three people uh, since launch. Uh, we're a very tight-knit company. Um, we're very collaborative. So uh, we're also very picky about who we hire. And uh, so we tend to keep whoever joins us. 
Yeah, I'm asking this question because normally there are some three key persons and it's critical that, that they remain there. Once they start disintegrating, then everything can, can fall off quite easily. Uh, what you have said is quite interesting. The fact that uh, you have this custodian, Prime Trust, yeah. which, which gives comfort. Apart from this, are you regulated in any way uh, in the United States? Yeah, so we're regulated and registered in the U.S., uh, we're always uh, trying to, because as you, as you might know, the regulatory environment in the US, as far as cryptocurrencies is concerned, is, is always in a state of flux. So we're always closely monitoring that to make sure that we're crossing the I's and dotting the T's and, you know, making sure we're, we're following the laws that we should be. Okay, let's start with the products that uh, you mentioned earlier. Maybe sure. as a first step, if I want to invest with you, I can start with the first product, the Flex. You mentioned um, I just deposit money. If I understood you well, I can deposit fiat currencies and I am 4%, yeah. is that right? Okay. Yeah, that's correct. Okay, therefore, a European like me can just send you euros to the United States. Uh, so you'd have to, it would be converted to USD on our platform. So our platform exclusively uses USD. I see. Therefore, there is uh, the element of conversion. We uh, yeah. There is a bit of a risk there because then if I repatriate the money and I want to convert it back to euros, then there is the buying and the selling issues and the intermittent intermittent exposure risk um, regarding yeah. the fluctuation of the currency. Okay. One other thing that many potential investors look for is the support that the platform can offer. It's okay, nice, very nice to look at websites uh, that promise uh, heaven on earth. And then you try to communicate and the communication sometimes is a bit weak. Now, myself, I'm based in Malta, Jean is based in Barcelona, Spain. Uh, there is um, a time difference. How do you ensure that you give customer support around the clock? So we have a team in the U.S. that handles our, our U.S. hours, and we have a team out in Southeast Asia that manages the, the other hours. So between the two, um, we have managed to do, I think it's, it's virtually 24-7. Uh, we might be, there might be one hour where we don't have anybody monitoring uh, the phone, but it's, it's more or less 24-7. And, um, uh, we, we also have employed recently some additional customer service staff to work the night shift here in uh, Southeast Asia. And we're looking into to growing our U.S. team as well. And you can contact us by telephone or you can contact us through social media, email. So any channel that's uh, the, the most convenient for you, really. Uh, so we've tried to have a presence where everybody is. You know, if most people use email, but if, if it's more convenient to send us a Facebook message or a tweet, you can do that as well. You'll get the same level of service across all our channels. Impressive. Okay, going back to the first product. Therefore, okay, I'm interested. I uh, want to send you uh, 10,000 euros, say, to deposit at an average of 4%. Any due diligence uh, that you exercise on me, um, is it complicated? Is it worth doing it uh, for a short period of time? Yes, we have a KYC process. Uh, so we try 
as I said earlier, we're we're regulated in the US. So we're we're getting ahead of the curve with KYC and know your customer checks. We believe it's it's important to protect the the integrity of our platform as well as our customers. So we do verify everybody's identity. Now the actual process of, of doing that is is very quick. Uh, you just submit your proof of uh, ID, which could be a passport or driving license or some other form of government-issued ID, and also uh, proof of address, which could be a utility bill or a bank statement. And um, this information, you submit this information, it goes straight to Prime Trust. Uh, we don't actually use that information ourselves. Prime Trust do all the uh, KYC verification for us. If you're based in the US, it normally takes no longer than three business days to, to verify you. However, if you're based outside of the US, it can take a little bit longer. Okay, therefore, as a beginner, I can start with this uh, Know Your Client uh, procedure, and then it remains valid for one year, and then it's updated. How, how, how does it work? Uh, actually, we, we, uh, it's, it remains valid for the duration of your time on the platform. We haven't set a limit. That's possibly, uh, I'm not entirely sure, maybe due to the fact we're, we're still quite new, but I don't have a firm answer on, on how long the KYC is valid for. We haven't had to uh, get in touch with anybody so far to renew their KYC validations yet, so... Um, well, the fact that you do the, these know your client verifications gives me comfort. I mean, it's something I think that you have to do if you're regulated. It's a first indication that uh, you're serious. No? <laughs> Absolutely. On the other side, for the investor, sometimes you end up going through all these processes. If you start investing here and there with different platforms, it ends up, you know, being such a bit of a nuisance. But uh, something yeah. that we need to do in today's world. Okay, this first product is uh, quite intriguing, I would say, a 4% return. If you invest uh, in, a, in an unsubordinated bond in Malta, that would be the more or less the current trade that you get. Uh, it would be tied up for about 10 years. And this 4%, therefore, um, how long do I need to tie up my money? Uh, you don't need to tie it up at all. It's uh, uh, current, get current it back account, kind of. Yeah, a lot of customers compare it to a savings account. I mean, it, it's not a savings account. It is an investment account, but um, it works in a similar way. You have free access to your money and uh, you don't need to lock it down at all. Okay, the money comes to you and uh, I would start wondering, but okay, what are the assets behind it? Okay, I'm giving the money to my constant. Uh, my constant is probably lending it. Um, otherwise, they would lose money. Therefore, what goes on um, behind the scenes? So behind the scenes, when you invest in, in Flex, we have relationships with several lending pools. They're all backed by cryptocurrencies. So again, there's that collateral protection is third-party collateral protection but it, it it's still there protecting your investment so we have partnerships with, with multiple lending pools so we kind of we get the the interest rates from all of those and we fix the rate for you but the rate varies for us and if it gets to a point where we, we're starting to lose money we may adjust the, the flex rate down a little bit or if we're making more money we, we will in, we may increase it how we make money, for example, on, on this particular product is we, we usually make a slim profit on the difference between the rate that you get through Flex and the rate that we get from 
these multiple lending pools. Okay, therefore you lend the money to lending pools, and then what happens? So it works very similar to our uh, CryptoBat product. It's just their um, partner lending pools. They're not our own lending pool. So the money goes into the lending pool, and then the money is, is lent out. So borrowers can get loans from the lending pool in return for interest. Of course, they have to put up collateral in order to get that loan. And again, the collateral is uh, cryptocurrency, so digital assets. Interesting. Um, second product. If I understood you well, here you're talking about uh, P2P lending the normal way or therefore no cryptos. Uh, would I be investing into projects uh, involving um, a movable property, real estate that is? Uh, no, our, our, actually our, our crypto-backed P2P lending product is, it is backed by cryptocurrencies. Uh, we, we don't actually issue loans at the moment which are backed by anything other than cryptocurrencies. Uh, we do have a product called Loan Originator, which we have suspended at the moment, and we hope to resume that towards the end of the year or, or perhaps the quarter one next year. Uh, and for that particular product, you will be, have the option to invest in loans that are backed by, by different types of collateral. Uh, but for the moment, our core product, crypto-backed, it's P2P lending in the sense that you're lending your money to somebody else who's put up collateral for the loan, uh, and that collateral is cryptocurrency. I see. And uh, what is the rate of return on, on this uh, second product? If It depends on how long the you term, can... right? One month? Three that's months. right. Uh, yeah. What are the rates, uh, the indicative rates? So on one month, it's 6%. Uh, three months is 65 Sorry. Yes, three months is 6.5 and six months is 7% APR. Therefore, if I have the money I want to invest with you, why should I go for the flex 4% rather than, say, invest them on a one month at 6%? It's quite a substantial increase from 4% to 6%. Is it more risky? With flex, as I understand, you can withdraw at any point in time. That's correct, yeah. So it depends on what you want as an investor. Uh, we're very big on diversification, so we would always recommend that not to put all your eggs in one basket. The risk level is about the same uh, with crypto-backed and, and flex. The only difference with flex is rather it being our own lending pool, uh, where we have partners that we use and leverage other lending pools. But in terms of which one you should choose, it all really comes down to like whether you need access to your money straight away or if you have money you can put away for a period of time. And Flex is also a really good entry point because you don't have to lock your money away and you can invest you know, a small amount, maybe $100 or something in Flex. And it's, the, the, the interest is actually compounded and paid every second. So you can watch your money grow, literally watch your money grow from your accounts page, which we think is a pretty cool feature. And that generally gets people um, comfortable with uh, crypto-backed P2P lending because they can see the returns in a really kind of visual way. And then once they've, they've played around with Flex a little bit, they can then think, okay, well, I'll, I'll maybe invest for a fixed term and maybe do a one-month term first to get the 6%. And slowly building up to the, the six months. So as I said earlier, we're really focusing on, on educating people and, and bringing them on slowly. And our choice of products is, is part of that. So getting people in on something that's, that's quite easy, 
Um, it doesn't require a lot of maintenance. You don't need to think about, oh, you know, am I going to need my money in three months? So Flex is, is really ideal if, if you've never done uh, crypto-backed P2P lending before. And as you said, the entry limit is very low, right? That's right. It's, a, it's what $10. About, uh, it's very low. product number two? What, what is the minimum entry? $50. Oh, it's even lower. Uh, no, sorry. Flex is $10. Uh, crypto backed is 50. Okay. Sorry, the $100 was just an example. Okay. Therefore, I would say that um, if you don't really need the money, you know, that quickly, I would rather go for the second product, um, say one month, which is quite, yeah. quite interesting, 6%. Okay. Mm-hmm. Just a clarification. You mentioned, Chris, that the lending pools, uh, was it Flex that it uses your own lending pool and the other one? third-party lending pools or the other way around? It's the other way around. So CryptoBact is is our own lending pool. That's what we started with. And then Flex is uh, where we leverage other lending pools in the market. So we're always looking at um, at sourcing the, the best rates for our customers, uh, as well as finding that balance with the collateral as well. So we only use collateral-backed lending pools. And what made you choose these two? Two ways of doing it rather than putting them all on your own or third party lending pools. Um, well, we started off with, with crypto backed and, and actually we, we didn't have a lending pool. It was really a, a case of you would put your, you would actually lend your money to another individual and that other individual had to accept the rate and the term that uh, you were happy with. So over time, what we realized was this was not particularly efficient. We, we realized a lot of people were, were matching at a certain rate or at a certain term. So rather than having a, a bunch of unhappy customers or dissatisfied customers because they couldn't find a match for the, the rate and term they wanted, we thought, well, let's pick the most common matching terms and rates and create a lending pool model. So that's that was the evolution of our CryptoBat lending product. And then Flex came about because we realized, you know, people people were asking, you know, can we have a product that's that's instant access? And so we we sat down, we thought about it, and we we came up with Flex. And initially, our relationship with the, was with Compound Finance. I don't know if you you know much about about them, but uh, it's it's a, it's a very similar idea to us. It's a lending pool backed by collateral. Um, and then over time, we've we've expanded to using other lending pools in the market as well. Um, third product. Can you elaborate a little bit on this? Because uh, I'm not sure whether I understood exactly how it works. Sure. So CryptoLend is is quite similar to to Flex, um, except rather than you're in, you investing uh, USD, you would invest Bitcoin or Binance Coin or Ethereum. At the moment, we only support those three cryptocurrencies. And the idea behind CryptoLend is a lot of people have cryptocurrencies just sitting idly in a digital wallet. You know, they're not doing anything. You know, maybe they're they're holding out for for a price increase or something. But rather than keeping it in your wallet, you could actually lend it out in a similar way to Flex. So CryptoLend combines a kind of lending pool model with a liquidity pool model where we the cryptocurrencies can actually supply liquidity to exchanges. Uh, so we have a partner exchange, uh, Incognito, that um, we have a relationship with. So you're actually getting a cut of trading fees 
or you're getting the interest from loans. So it kind of combines those two those two models, and uh, you can earn nine percent APY, which is you know a, a very good return. And again, it's instant access, so you can withdraw it at any time. I know of different people when talking about cryptos. As soon as or once they get um, on board with cryptos, because first usually there is a bit of a conflict and then they resolve it and they come on board and say, okay, I will invest uh, in cryptos as well. And they spread their portfolio, which I think it's quite sensible. And they say, maybe I will become rich, you know, in three years time if if, uh, cryptos explode again. Therefore, you are saying that instead of holding them in the wallet, not earning interest at all, and only looking at capital appreciation, I would also get interest on the holding of of those cryptos, uh, which is a, a big plus. And the rate of return is around 9%, right? That's right, yeah. Therefore, when you compare this 9% versus um, product number two, what makes it um, earn a higher rate? More Bitcoin because of the shaving that you do. You know, I give you um, one Bitcoin worth 7,000 euros and uh, you give me a value of, of four, for example. Is, is, is it because of that or... What are the reasons? No, it's it's more to do with the fact that people are would pay a premium for those types of, of cryptocurrencies. So you're getting a higher return uh, because it reflects that there's there's greater demand for, for those cryptocurrencies than there is for, say, USD, for example. And also your money might not be used, uh, sorry, your cryptocurrency might not be used to go to a borrower. It might also be used to supply liquidity to a cryptocurrency exchange. And there you're getting a cut of trading fees. Um, so combined, that's why there is a, a higher rate of return for the crypto land product compared to, say, crypto backed, which really only accepts USD or USD backed stable coins as an investment. Therefore, I would deposit the wallet with you, right? And uh, you yeah, use yeah. it uh, as you deem fit obviously using uh, appropriate uh, diligence and you earn more than the nine percent that's how it should work no yeah it's not a one for one you you, we do take a slim profit on the difference but it's a similar profit to flex for example and with these sometimes sudden changes the the volatility of of the bitcoins if um, i notice that uh, you know bitcoin is going down or the cryptos in general going down and i tell you chris i want to liquidate i don't want to continue can i do it overnight uh, am i bound with, with a minimum period of investment uh no with in terms of crypto land you can withdraw your cryptocurrency at any time that's one of the big advantages of it because you get the 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 9% APY which is a, a very good return but at the same time, if you want to withdraw your Bitcoin, for example, and then sell it because the price has gone up, you can do that. So you're not going to miss out on any trading opportunities just by putting your money into uh, crypto land. Interesting. Can I jump in on this one? Yes, um, of course. Sure. In terms of crypto. So when I deposit my crypto, it's my constant where does the who holds the private keys in that case? So, uh, do you in terms of crypto backed? Yeah. Or crypto land. So, so in crypto backed. Sorry, the crypto land when. 
ah. when I'm depositing, say, BTC or Ethereum. Okay. So it will come to us first, but then it's either going to an exchange or it's going to borrower. So it's, it's a real mix. Uh, so there is obviously a level of risk there, which is pretty common uh, for this type of investment product. That's why we feel it's, it's really important to have the, the instant access. So, you know, you can take your cryptocurrency back in at any time. We also have put aside, uh, well, we, we've capped our exposure to this particular product um, at a certain level so that if our third party partners, if something were to happen, they lost a private key or something, that we can reimburse our customers. So that's that's very different. We don't do that on any other products. It's just the, the crypto-led one because we appreciate there is that a sort of additional level of risk not just if a borrower defaults, but what happens if a private key is lost or, or something like that. So, that, uh, uh, yeah, we, my we... constant guarantee that you're talking about. Correct. Yeah. Okay. And how does that work just for the listeners to understand? Because my, my biggest risk as a crypto holder is always not just with my constant, but anytime I'm going to even trade on an exchange, there's the third party risk where I'm trusting the exchange with my crypto and since yeah. these are not like banks basically what i'm trusting them with is to hold the private keys to those crypto and for them not to get hacked the most common case perhaps or to not run away with the money and so yeah. for me when i look at my constant my biggest worry is where exactly is the, the crypto going who's holding it and who's gonna reimburse me or protect those funds if something happens? So if something happens, your cryptocurrency will be either with an exchange, uh, an exchange partner of ours, or, or with a borrower. And what we do is we've capped our exposure to this particular product at a certain amount. Um, so we've said, okay, well, let's have a look at, at how much we could actually guarantee for our customers. And then we, we've capped the investment at that amount. So I think we're still within that cap. Yeah, I believe we're still within that cap, but there'll come a point where we will say, okay, we're not accepting any more new crypto lend investments because we need to make sure that we can cover losses if they were to occur. So that is the, the my constant guarantee. So if the cryptocurrency was lost for whatever reason, then we can, uh, we can return that cryptocurrency to you no matter what happens. Could you delve a bit deeper into this? Because I'm interested. So you're saying that you're guaranteeing with the the my constant guarantee it's a fund it says here of three million dollars at the moment is that we haven't put us yeah we we haven't put aside a, a sum of money uh specifically for this but we've looked at our own in, internal financials and, and we could say well we can afford to cover this loss uh as long as it doesn't go past this this limit we can cover that um so it's not something that's we haven't actually like taking aside a certain amount of Bitcoin or Ethereum or anything. It's just we, we've looked at our, our financial metrics as a business and came up with a, a limit uh, beyond which uh, we wouldn't take any more uh, investment because we want to make sure. I mean, it's it's still, it's it's very highly unlikely but that anything would happen. But uh, we do want to make sure that our customers have some sort of reassurance. Uh, and that's how we came up with a My Constant Guarantee because uh, it's better for us to cap investment on it uh, than it is just to let people invest and, and just take all the risk uh, themselves. We felt that was a little bit sort of, I don't know, unfair, I guess. Because, um, you know, we, we don't 
there's no insurance or anything like that on it. So does that answer your question? Yeah, I mean, the, has um, that helped? Maybe I'm thinking about the three million and how you came up with the three million. Is that is it a fractional reserve of all the crypto that customers would deposit? And does it there's there a ratio that varies depending on how much crypto gets deposited into into my constant? So the three million is more of a guide because obviously the value of crypto changes all the time. But what we said is if a hundred percent of this invest of uh, customers' investments went missing. We need to be able to to cover that for crypto land. So that is the cap. So we basically said, well, this is how much we can guarantee. We won't take any further investment outside of that. So the three million was was just like a guide a guide at that time. It's it's not like set in stone. We haven't set aside three million dollars or three million worth of Bitcoin and BNB and Ethereum, but we have internally set a limit on investment so that if anything were to happen. We're in a position to uh, cover those losses. Yeah, but Chris, I think Jean's concern is that if you have deposits with you of $5 million and everything goes bust, the maximum that you can cover is $3 million, or that $3 million goes up the more you know people deposit with you. Uh, so we keep an eye on, on, on how many people have invested and, and the value of those investments. And we know we just keep track of it. And then if it goes beyond a particular point, uh, then we'll, we won't be able to uh, allow any more new investments for this particular product. I see. Therefore, you have a maximum of around three million on this. Yeah, it, three million. I, I, I don't want to get too fixed on that particular figure. That is what we internally assessed. Uh, at the very beginning where we launched but it's and it, it, I just want to make it very very clear just for your customers listening that it's it's not a pot of money that we've set aside it's a promise that we've made uh, to our customers that if anything were to happen that we can cover those losses so it, we call it the, the the guarantee the my constant guarantee for crypto lend and it's it's more an internal cap for our for ours where we we know that if something were to happen, we can guarantee those funds, but it's the value, the actual monetary value will, will change over time as the value of cryptocurrency changes and also the, the number of customers join and invest. Let me turn it a bit upside down. Sure. For me, if I have um, this wallet and uh, I pass on everything to you, is it a sort of, for me, a sort of safety net because by transferring it to you, I reduce my risk or eliminate my risk that I can lose it or somebody can, can steal it from me? Yes, in a sense. Yeah. I mean, if constant were to go under, for example, if my constant uh, didn't exist anymore, uh, if you know the worst happened and, and we ceased to trade, we wouldn't be able to, to uphold that guarantee. So it's not a 100% absolute guarantee. It's just when you deposit into crypto land, we're essentially taking the risk for you so that if anything happens with our third parties, it, we understand that it, rely, it relies on, on your trust. So if anything were to happen to those third parties, we can compensate you to the value of your investment. Okay. Fourth product, therefore, if I understand well, if I have cryptos, I can borrow money on the basis of those cryptos, if I give them to you. Therefore, if um, the price of Bitcoin today is, uh, let's say, $9,000, you would give me, you would shave off uh, because of volatility and you would give me 
100 out of 150, you said, um, in terms of loan. And they would yep. pay you uh, a rate of interest of 6% for a month, right? If I understood well. That's correct. Yeah. This, when I look at it, um, basically it matches product number two the other way around. Therefore, it's a, as I see it, it's a back-to-back arrangement. If I want to yeah. deposit money, it's number um, product number two. If I want to borrow money, it's product number four. Always backed by uh, cryptos. This leads me to another question. Therefore, if basically it's a back-to-back arrangement, how do you earn your fees? So we charge a 2.5% matching fee to borrowers. So that's where we make money. So it is a, a back-to-back offering, as, as you say. Uh, so the borrower pays uh, 6%. The investor earns the 6%. But the borrower also pays a 2.5% matching fee. Um, from my side, I feel more knowledgeable, <laughs> I would say, about, <laughs> about uh, my constant and, and your products. My last question to you is this. How do you see cryptocurrencies looking ahead? There are many questions whether eventually the authorities uh, you know, of the world would, would gang together and clamp down on cryptocurrencies or um, the other way around, they are swamped by, by this uh, strong current that, that can overrun them as well. Maybe there can be a go-between um, where the financial institutions would embrace uh, you know, uh, digi- uh, digital technology and virtual assets. We hear about um, stable coins, which gives you the impression that there is something more safe or, uh, you know, it's a hybrid between fiat currencies and uh, <laughs> cryptos. What are your views? Well, I think we, we live in some very interesting times. And every time the, the cryptocurrency market gets a bit of a boost, is you know it, it tends to mature with uh, various things that happen in the kind of wider economic environment, and just at the moment, obviously with the with the pandemic that's going on, I think a lot of investors are are looking uh, for alternative alternatives to traditional markets, and I think that's that's leading a lot of people to cryptocurrencies. However, the biggest obstacle, of course, is regulation. Now, my constant, we're we're one hundred percent behind regulation. In fact, we, we want it as soon as possible because it makes everybody's life so much easier when uh, they know where they stand. But it's it's a bit of a balancing act. And I really hope that the regulators in the US and, and worldwide get that balance between not hindering innovation, but also protecting the people participating in these fields. So it is a balancing act. And, and I can see things are, are, are slowly getting there. The, the cryptocurrency market is maturing uh, I believe there are probably less speculative investors now and, and more people looking to use these uh, their cryptocurrency assets for like DeFi, for example, decentralized finance or products like ours, uh, because there's lots of different reasons you might want to borrow against a cryptocurrency. Perhaps you want to do some margin trading or finance the purchase of a, a, new, a new cryptocurrency because you're really into the project or something like that. So it's, we're certainly in an interesting time for cryptocurrencies and, you know, they've had a somewhat controversial reputation over, over the years. But I think generally the wider public is slowly starting to realize that this isn't just some fad. Uh, the, the, the technology is quite 
difficult to understand. I think that's also been an obstacle standing in the way of sort of mass adoption and familiarity with, with cryptocurrencies. But I think the public is slowly come to uh, coming to realize that they're sticking around. And actually, you know, there could be a lot of uh, uh, benefits uh, from integrating cryptocurrencies into you know, our global uh, financial system. And one of which is our platform, of course, you know, without cryptocurrencies, uh, our model would 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 have failed. Uh, although we've had no investor losses in the last couple of years, uh, that's not to say we haven't had any borrower defaults. We have had some, and uh, our model has because we've had the collateral there. We've always been able to return the investors' principal and earn profit. So yeah, I think they're a very important asset, and it's exciting to see where things go from here. Um, yeah, just uh, some things we didn't mention on the website. One can see when it goes on to the myconstant.com website, there's also a pro menu item, which when clicked upon takes you to a pro looking black screen with, <laughs> <laughs> with lots of uh, parameters. What, what's this all about? Yeah. Well, pro is, is, is had an evolution um, over, the, over the last couple of years. We, we originally launched it as a kind of open order book. So originally, uh, before we shifted to this pool model, we were, you know, an investor would put in an order, oh, I want to invest $1,000 for six months at 8%. And then the borrowers could come and they would be able to see those orders and decide which ones they wanted to pick up. So that was its primary use. And also it was a, a kind of, had some more familiar trading tools like a chart so you could see uh, what the rates were over time. And now we, we still have the chart and everything, but now we're a lending pool. We no longer have the, the open order book. So, you know, you match instantly. Now you don't have to wait for somebody to, uh, to accept your order. Uh, so it's now become really a hub for our secondary market. So it was very important for us that we could give investors a way out if you know, they're partway through a fixed term and, and, you know, they need their money back for whatever reason. Maybe there's a, a life emergency or something. Uh, so we developed a secondary market where the investor could go on and sell their investment and they get 2% on elapsed term time. So they're still getting a little bit of money back, uh, even if they have to break the term early. And then the person coming in, the person buying that investment, they then get the, the, the rest of the interest for, for the whole term. So it's actually become, it's, it's very, very popular, our secondary market, that the orders go very, very quickly. And since we've introduced a, a membership program, uh, priority now goes to Diamond members, which is our, our top tier members. But uh, you can still win them. We, we're actually introducing a system, kind of, it's, it's, a, it's set up as a raffle system at the moment, but we're also introducing a system whereby if you've lost a secondary market order three times in a row, then you have a higher priority of getting it on your, your fourth try. So we recognize that we want to be fair to our Diamond members and also the, the rest of our, our, our customers as well. So that's what pros primarily use for is the, the secondary market. And what, how does one become a Diamond member? Uh, so to become a Diamond member, you have to have invested or borrowed $100,000 in a six-month period. And then you get, you actually, there, we have three tiers of membership, gold, platinum, and diamond. At each level, you get a $50 bonus paid straight into your account. And you also get enhanced referral rewards. So a diamond, I think you get $20 for every US citizen you refer. Um, and also 20% of their flex earnings. And in addition to that, you get priority on secondary market orders as well. And so 
looking at the pro screen, is there any benefit for me, say, to invest $500 within the pro section versus the flex or crypto backed systems? No, it's exactly the same as uh, the individual product pages. Really, if uh, if the best use of pro is, is to access the secondary market. And if you're interested in figures and want to see what the rates were over time, I guess, you know, if you're a seasoned investor and you like data, that might be helpful as well. But um, investing in a crypto bat loan or, or flex from that page is, is very similar to the, the product pages. Same, identical, really. Okay. And another thing that's confused some people that I spoke to on the front page, the, the normal landing page, there's this 24-hour high and 24-hour volume, uh, which I've seen also shown in the pro section. What do these two items refer to? Uh, do you know what? That's news to me. I haven't maybe, seen Maybe those. it's just on my uh. <laughs> <laughs> Um Right. Oh, I see. Yes, that's something uh, that's that's fairly new. I don't have an answer for you on that, I'm afraid. Um, I'll certainly get back to you and let you know. It, it seems, as I read it, the 24-hour volume is um, the number of loans we've matched um, in 24 hours. Uh, and I'm imagining the 24-hour high is an interest rate, uh, which looks quite high to me. So that's probably a secondary market order that was picked up. But yeah, that's how I imagine that's the data that they're showing. Um, but I can get a firm answer for you okay. and your your listeners. Okay, and then we'll put it in the show notes. Okay, and moving on to the borrowing side, which I think is very interesting as well for those who are holding crypto. So there's the part where you can put in your crypto and earn kind of interest on it, or you can also borrow. And so... Yeah. How does that work and what's the biggest use case you've seen? Because a lot of people have been talking about it, but maybe a lot of crypto holders don't see the use case for it that clearly. Yeah. So we actually get asked a lot of times from from investors, actually, they're like, well, why would anybody, if they had like 5,000 worth of Bitcoin, why would they borrow against that? Why wouldn't they just sell their Bitcoin? And the truth is that there are millions of uh, speculative crypto investors around the world, as you probably know. And uh, these people, they, they don't like to give up their cryptocurrency so easily, especially if they think over time it's going to go up in value. So what we do is we give them an opportunity to borrow against their cryptocurrency. They get the cash they need, um, you know, for whatever that might be, you know, if they need car repairs or something similar. But also there is a bigger use case, which is the trading. So we have a lot of traders who use us to borrow against their portfolio and then they can go and buy other assets. And when those, if they believe an asset is going to rise in price, they borrow against their existing assets, buy that and then sell it. And then obviously they can repay the loan and, and keep any difference to themselves. Also, it's some people have used our borrow function to buy more of a cryptocurrency that they already hold. Maybe because they, again, they believe there's some upcoming news that's going to increase the price so to just, a level where... Just on this example, for example, because many people just yeah. shut down when you tell them, I'm going to get, I have Bitcoin and I'm going to get a loan in Bitcoin. How does that mm. work? And why would I, <laughs> why, why would I do that? Because I'm paying interest so, as well. 
obviously. Sure, sure. So let's say you get a loan at 6% on your Bitcoin and you go and get Bitcoin with it. You can actually do that on our platform. So rather, you, rather than withdrawing your USD loan in USD, you can actually withdraw it as, as Bitcoin. But the reason people do that is if they... Because the cryptocurrency market is, is very volatile and quite often a, a news item such as a, a fork, which is like a technological event that occasionally takes place, and that can affect the price of a cryptocurrency to the extent where even if you're using existing assets to bo and borrowing against those, it's still going to be worth your while to do so because then you have uh, a larger amount of that cryptocurrency and the value has gone up. So you can actually afford, you can then sell and repay your loan and have plenty of uh, plenty of money left over. It's it's a very risky uh, strategy and, and I certainly wouldn't recommend people do that unless they they know how to do it properly. But we found a lot of traders uh, use our platform uh, to to borrow against their existing assets to to finance uh, new cryptocurrencies um, for margin trading. So, yeah. So uh, basically, if I think that Bitcoin will go up. 10% or more in the next 30 days, I am okay with yeah. taking a loan at 6% because I'll pocket the difference yeah. of 4%. That's right. And there's a minimum collateral required of 66% LTV in this case of Bitcoin. Yeah, that's right. So that equates to 150% of the yeah. loan value you need to put up as collateral. And we also have uh, a couple of features where um, one of which is auto top up. So if you do borrow against uh, your cryptocurrency and you're really worried about losing it because of market fluctuations, you can enable auto top up. And what that will do is if you, you just top up your balance with additional collateral and then if your collateral falls in value, uh, it will automatically uh, be topped up so that um, you don't you avoid liquidation if the market crashes. So our customers have been very happy with that feature because it takes out a lot of the, I guess, the stress of worrying if uh, you're going to lose your crypto. But having said that, the 150%, that 50% buffer is, is usually more than enough uh, to, to cover any kind of natural fluctuation in the market. We, we've had a few, uh, I think two serious flash crashes since launch, but very few, uh, very few liquidations. Um, as I say, we auto top up is working really well for us and, and for our customers. And um, because of our over collateralization measures, there's normally enough of a of of enough leeway to account for for a ten percent drop, say, or a twenty percent drop. Also, depending on which crypto asset you're using, but also the LTV yeah, changes as I'm playing around yeah. with it. And what's the isolate feature? So as I said before, we have a, a multi-collateral credit line you can borrow against your whole portfolio. But if you don't want to do that, like some people, if they have Bitcoin, Ethereum and Binance Coin, for example, maybe they, uh, they feel more strongly connected to their Bitcoin or they, don't, they definitely don't want to put their Bitcoin at risk. So they don't want to use our multi-collateral feature. So maybe they'd be more comfortable against borrowing a, against a different asset that they're not so worried about losing if uh, the market crashes. So that's what the isolate feature does. You can isolate your loan and just borrow against that one uh, type of collateral. And what kind of use cases have you seen where people deposit Bitcoin and take out, say, fiat currencies like dollars? So before we, we offered 
the withdrawal in cryptocurrency. So when we were just doing USD loans, most of the time it was it was traders. Uh, we had a few people who who borrowed for like life expenses. I think somebody was uh, redoing their house or something like that. We actually believed that was going to be the big use case, um, and I still think once the crypto market matures properly, that probably will be. But we found the bigger uh, what people tend to use it for more is trading. Does that trigger any taxable event where where you get a loan in dollars, or is it irrelevant? Oh, you're probably asking the wrong person. Yeah. I'm not yeah. entirely sure. Uh, the the tax taxation, especially in the U.S. on cryptocurrency, is notoriously uh, difficult to to understand, and navigate. Uh, so we tend to to leave that down to the uh, the, the customer. Okay, and uh, there's also mention of a my constant token around the website, although I haven't come across it myself in actual use. Are you still, is it still something that's being used? That's something, you probably come across a, a piece of old copy there and okay. that would be my my mistake. Um, if you do find anything uh, mentioning the My Constant token, please let me know. Uh, just drop me an email or something. Um, I mean, it's, it's and in, I'll, the, I'll in the footer of the, of the website, so perhaps it's uh, uh, right. is, uh, one yeah. of the disclaimers I, kind of thing. Yeah, that's the thing, these disclaimers... Uh, I always forget to update. Name the liars. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, essentially, the my the my constant token was our stable coin. Okay. So it's just a, it's it's a remnant from what we used to be, um, but we don't actually have a stable coin anymore. We don't we don't use a stable coin. So yeah, I'll, I'll update that, correct that. Sorry about that if uh, no that worries. was confusing. <laughs> okay. Chris, and, uh, linking yeah. to uh, Jean's question about tax, if I earn interest on your platform and I am. Uh, European. Mm-hmm. Um, is there any withholding tax in the United States on interest? No, not that I'm aware of. I'm again. I'm probably not the right person to ask. We have a financial. Uh, our head of finance would probably be better equipped to answer that question. I think it would be good to uh, you know clarify this on your website. You mean as withholding like interest, for example, or well, I deposit with you. I earn interest. When I receive the interest, is there any tax withheld from that interest that I get? No, we don't withhold anything. Okay, therefore it would be up to to me then to declare it up here in Malta or yeah. uh, elsewhere across the world. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, just a few last questions. So people are familiar with other competitors like Nexo, Celsius, BlockFi and all the rest. How would you position yourself versus all these other competitors? Is there something special that distinguishes my constant from all the others? We're trying to be a kind of an, an educational hub combined with the tools, the kind of modern tools you need to grow your money. You'll find a lot of these other platforms like Nexo, BlockFi, Celsius, they, they tend to give you the, the means, um, but not explain how to use them. So they'll give you this great technology and they'll say, hey, you know, use this, get 8%, get 5%, get 6%, whatever. But they don't appear, I mean, at least in my opinion, to spend a lot of time educating people on how to use these tools. And for us, that's a massive, massive part about what we do. It's, it's, you know, it's, it's certainly one of our missions is to, to help people do more with their money uh, and not just people who are already, you know, very wealthy or very familiar with investing 
or familiar with blockchain and cryptocurrency, uh, we want to bring everybody along, you know, for the ride. We want to want to help everybody uh, get a better rate on their money. And in fact, it's you know, it's it's a really great thing when you know, read a read a Trustpilot review or something where somebody who's you know never never used cryptocurrency before. Uh, never really invested, but they've just you know made a hundred dollar deposit into Flex or something, and they're really happy to get that four percent APY because their bank would pay them a fraction of a percent if that. So one of our our big things at the moment, we're actually looking into creating a, an academy uh, on the site where we uh, run uh, like mini courses on investing and and how to use our platform to make the most money, and then about diversification and. Uh, demystifying certain investment terms as well, you know, the difference between APR and APY. So I would say that's that's what sets us apart. We really do care about the people, our customers, and we we do our utmost to to help them understand the platform and to to grow their money or to get the money they they need to do what they want. That's why we've got a real strong focus on customer service as well, which is why we've got such a high uh, Trustpilot score. The 24-7 customer service really helps as well. We get a lot of good feedback on that. People saying, you know, it was they spoke to Nathaniel or they spoke to Andy and they talked them through an, an investment or talked them through how to do their KYC. And we're, we're actually um, really encouraging people to book a call with us where we can talk through various parts of the platform because we appreciate it. It's, it's a lot to take in. I mean, P2P lending alone is, is a complicated topic. Uh, once you bring in cryptocurrencies and people are like, oh, cryptocurrencies, you know, I, I heard they're uh, they're they're a scam or or you know they're they're volatile or you know I don't know anything about them. Is my money safe? Uh, so all these questions, it's it's all education. It's all explaining different terms and uh, simplifying the user journey as much as possible. And um, we're we're even looking into creating a glossary. Uh, for the website where you know you can hover your your mouse over a certain word and get a pop-up definition and it's little things like that which i think are missing in in fintech and wider finance seems to be you know traditional investing uh has kind of skewed towards the the wealthy and knowledgeable and kind of left most people behind and we're trying to bring everyone along with us. Yeah, yeah, I would I would agree that even the the language used and the graphics they they kind of look more much more friendly to a beginner user than other websites I've seen. So with that in mind, are there any limits on what how much people can invest in terms of say the the crypto products or or fiat in general? No, uh, we have we do position that as a benefit that we don't because um, at the same time we we don't want to alienate our larger investors either. So we do try and make a balance. We don't make a big song and dance about there being no maximum investment, but there is no maximum. Uh, but for newer customers, like it's it's not something we never encourage people to invest all their money. We we're always about start small diversify, try flex, maybe have a bit in flex, a bit in a savings account, a bit in a crypto backed investment, uh, you know, kind of split, split everything around, learn the concepts, learn, learn the platform. And then when you have a little bit more confidence, then you can start earning more. We believe that our model is, is very robust and it does protect investors, but we also want to make sure we're not um, being disingenuous and, you know, bringing people on board that who perhaps 
don't quite fully understand what they're getting into. And, and again, that's, that's another issue I think that other, our competitors have. You know, if you look at Robin Hood, for example, they've come under a lot of flack recently for, uh, for you know, letting people do these crazy leverage trades. And, you know, we're, we're the opposite of that. We want everybody to, to come on. You, you know, you're not going to make yourself a millionaire on our platform. It's, you know, that's highly unlikely. But you can make a decent return. And you're going to, you know, triple what you can make with a CD, uh, 50 times more or even more than a savings account. So we're a great alternative uh, to traditional traditional saving or like kind of low risk investing, and we're a great diversification option as well if you are a, an experienced investor, um, because seven percent return might not be all that attractive if you know you're used to seeing 15 20 percent returns in the stock market when stocks crash you know you need do need a bit of a, a safety net and we could be that safety net for the experienced investor while also being a nice introduction to investing uh for the the less experienced investor and uh, yeah speaking of this topic i'm sure you know quite a bit about DeFi and the DeFi craze that's been going on throughout the summer with people just going all in, getting wrecked or making yeah. a lot of money. So, but in <laughs> yeah. general, I would love to hear your thoughts about DeFi and how, whether you think that's going to be a big competitor going forward. Yeah, uh, personally, it's interesting. Personally, what the big advantage I see is the kind of platform where I can keep my custody of my own crypto. So that would be the biggest advantage of DeFi if it works like yeah. that. But then there's yeah. the smart contract it, risk and all those other things, technological maybe risks. Yeah, it, DeFi is certainly interesting. And we once considered ourselves a DeFi project. When we first started doing the crypto bat lending, we, we envisaged having this completely autonomous system. And then we, we slowly started realizing that actually it's a system that it should be efficient, but actually isn't because you find a lot of people call you up asking questions and, you know, they're like, why is it taking so long to get my loan? Or why is it, why, why is it taking long, so long to deposit? Or we found that actually being decentralized was, was more of a, a hindrance uh, than a help. So we started getting more involved uh, as a business in the facilitation of uh, our P2P lending uh, model and uh, that actually resulted in, in far better customer happiness. People were, were much more satisfied doing it that way. So, and I'm not sure. I think because DeFi there's there's the technology aspect which requires a lot of background reading and you know you really have to be into it. I think and it does come with a lot of risks and and you're never quite sure what what you're investing in. Uh, which is another issue. And there's no very little customer support. You know, if something goes wrong, like, who do you ask? There's no one to ask. And that's that doesn't reassure people. It puts them off. So I think it's it's definitely up for debate. Uh, I'm not saying that DeFi is, is a bad thing at all, but I think there's going to be people who are comfortable investing in DeFi and there'll be people who are comfortable investing in my constant and, and platforms like ours. And to go back to the diversification message, I would urge anybody who is investing in DeFi to also invest in platform like platforms like ours so that you're spreading your risk. That's that whole don't put all your eggs in one basket thing again. It's it's a classic, but it's you know that the wisdom is is there. So yes, I think DeFi, there will be more people using DeFi, but um I wouldn't call it a direct competitor, no. 
Uh, well, just one last question about from my end. Uh, I'm seeing that the first channel for support and help is Telegram. In the list, obviously, you have email and you have the phone and everything else. Uh, I was wondering whether you could shed some light on the Telegram phenomenon. I'm like, I'm pretty sure my dad hasn't used Telegram. I would be surprised <laughs> if he did. But why has Telegram become this place for all this DeFi and crypto discussions? Good question. Um, I am not entirely sure, but I'm going to hazard a guess. I think it's just one of those communication platforms that has been associated with a particular industry. So obviously, most people are familiar with using WhatsApp. Um, to me, Telegram is just, uh, I guess, a, a more secure, more neutral, because it's not owned by Facebook, uh, version of, of WhatsApp. It's, it's just a messaging client at the end of the day. You, obviously, you can create groups, which you can join and have discussions. And I think it's just, it, it became the, the, the communication channel of choice for decentralized projects and, and cryptocurrency projects in general. And so naturally, we knew that if we were to reach cryptocurrency holders and, and, and help them unlock the cash from their crypto without selling up, we would have to go where they are. And if they're on Telegram, then we need to be on Telegram. So that's kind of our relationship with it. But uh, it's, again, it's, I think it's, if you look at another communication channel like Discord, for example, that has a strong connection to the gaming community. So I'm not sure how these, how these associations creep up. They're just there. But we, we like Telegram because it's, it's a really easy way to, to reach people. And, you know, you can have a conversation there. You can DM them. And it's, it's, it's a flexible tool. And a lot of people use it. So we're going to be there in a lot of people's pockets. And that's what it's all about. Awesome. And so uh, for, thank you very much for, for that and for answering all our questions. Uh, to, to wrap up, I'd like to maybe... Is this platform available for everyone around the world or is there any exclusions and which are your main markets currently? So our main market is the US. Uh, so that's that's our main, our, our main uh, market is there. We are a global platform, however, so anybody can, can invest. You just need to have fiat or if you need a loan, you need uh, cryptocurrency. Uh, we don't really put any restrictions. Um, obviously, you need to be in a jurisdiction where you're allowed to use platforms like ours and be 18, uh, at least 18 years old. But aside from that, if you've got an internet connection and uh, you've got some money you want to invest, uh, even if it's just a few hundred dollars, then yeah, you're welcome to join. And you know, we, we set our minimum investment amounts low on purpose um, because you know we're, we're as I said before, trying to bring on a, a wider group of people. So, yeah, we encourage anybody who's ever thought about investing but not quite given it a go or even experienced investors to think of us as a diversification option um, just to uh, to give us a try. All right. Thank you very much. And I don't know if well, my dad Thank you for having me. Question. Thank you, Chris. It uh, has been very enlightening. Oh, great. It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you. Happy Thank you that we've much. gone into this topic. Uh, I think our audience will appreciate this investment opportunity. And I mean, this, this new class that's opening up, it's very recent. And it's not only my constant that's yeah. recent. It's the whole industry of P2P lending and crypto lending and crypto in general. Everything's mm. new. There's a lot of excitement in this space. And it's good to see all these platforms taking their own 
takes on this innovation. So thanks a lot for sharing all the info. Uh, no problem at all. Thank you very much for inviting me. Thank you. It's been Chris. great to talk to you both. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Mastermind.fm. If you liked what you heard in today's episode, please head on over to iTunes and leave us a review. Your feedback encourages us to keep producing the kind of content that you have come to rely on for your own entrepreneurial journey. And if you have a question or topic you'd like us to cover on the show, send it to us through our website or via email at podcast at mastermind.fm or even connect with us on Twitter at mastermind.fm. We look forward to hearing from you and hope you have a fantastic week.